Good evening, everyone. This is Melinda Russell, and this is the Masterclass Series. Uh, we are here today with Brianna O'Leary. She is involved in motorsports, and she has a great career, and we're going to talk to her a little bit about how she got to where she is, why she loves motorsports, why it's a good plan for girls to get involved. So um, I guess it actually is afternoon where she is. It's morning where I am. So um, good afternoon, Brianna. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I'm excited to have you on the show. So I've kind of followed you a little bit. I found, mm -hmm. found you, somebody mentioned to me about you on Facebook. So I looked you up and I know that you're involved in, in motorsports quite a bit. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, I'm from Amarillo, Texas. So I'm living in Charlotte, North Carolina now. So that's just a big difference, just the landscape. But um, I am the youngest of three. I have a brother and a sister, both older than me. They're um, six years and five years older than me. So sometimes they like to joke around that I was, I was a surprise. Um, <laughs> I but... was a surprise too. My sisters are <laughs> six and seven years older than me. So I okay. get <laughs> Yeah, my dad was like, well, you were a good surprise. Um, but so I, I grew up in Amarillo, Texas. I actually lived in the same house my whole life. My mom still lives there now. Um, but I was always very active. I was, I played every sport I could get into, but you know, as I got older, I, you know, focus more on softball and tennis. Um, so then I ended up playing softball through college on a softball scholarship. So I played two years at Frank Phillips College in Border, Texas. It was like an hour from home. And then I went on to Alcorn State University in Mississippi to play my last two years and finish out my bachelor's degree. And then and then it just uh, a really cool opportunity kind of formed in front of me. It was, I was the graduate assistant for our strength and conditioning coach over at Alcorn. So I've just always, I've always been around sports. Motorsports is actually, is a new field for me. Okay. Yeah. So you graduated, what was your degree when you graduated? Um, my bachelor's. I got is general studies with a focus in social work and sociology. My actual, I was going for social work, a bachelor's of social work, but I was a fifth year senior at the time. So I was kind of get, getting to be assistant coach for the softball team. So it was my last semester and it was either do a full-time internship or switch to general studies and get a coach you know coach this team and and travel and be on the road and be involved so ultimately I decided you know that was the direction you know more for me was to to end up switching to general studies okay and did you enjoy coaching the team oh yeah I loved it because you know I also played with most of those girls too so yeah it was a lot of fun and what position did you play in softball? In college, I played first base and outfield. Okay. Gr growing up, I always played middle infield. 
And then when I got to high school, um, we had like an older varsity team. So my coach threw me a first baseman mitt and was like, learn how to use it. So I, I, but I fell in love with first base. And then when I got to college, my coach put me in outfield and I, I didn't really like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I was out the whole for different three years. Perspective, yeah. Yeah. Especially cause I had never, never played outfield growing up. So my senior year of college, I got to go back to first base. And so I was happy. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. I know you live in North Carolina. So tell me, why did you move there? And, and tell me how you got involved in motorsports. So I'm a tire changer for the pit crews, um, for the NASCAR series and the ARCA series as well. Um, how I moved out here to Charlotte just to do that, just to train and, and do that and become my job. Um, but NASCAR, they have this really cool initiative, NASCAR Drive for Diversity. Yeah. And of course, the ultimate goal is to diversify the sport. Um, so being female, of course, that I was able to, uh, you know, be participating in NASCAR Diversity. Um, but they, this was in 2016. I was still at Alcorn State doing my graduate assistant job. Uh, working on my master's at the same time, which I still have three more classes left. I need to finish. Um, not, not many. You get that done. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I need to. But so they were going around to different universities and kind of recruiting former college athletes. Yeah. More so, I think they were looking for, you know, the big football players, but I just happened to slide in there. Uh-huh. And um and because uh, my my strength coach, she would she told me he's like uh, NASCAR is coming here. I want you to do it. And I was like, what am I doing? He was like, I don't really know, but he said it will take us places. I said okay. And so we we did like a, a physical tryout in our gym, in our school gym, and it was like agility, and we even did bench press, and it was more just to see where we're at mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Of course, not so much changing tires because none of us had ever done that before right but the the idea behind it is to take college athletes and train them to become pit crew members so from there we they finished their little tour going to universities and putting on this little tryout and we a month or so later, I was notified that I was so one of the 20 selected to wow. fly out to Charlotte for a national combine. Nice. Um, were yeah, you so surprised? They were, yeah, but I yeah. was so excited. I remember I was, I was on the treadmill and Coach Horton had texted the ones he selected from Alcorn, all of us in a group message. And I remember I was on the treadmill and I was like, and I hopped right off and I ran out the gym to go find um, Coach Prince so I could let him know because, you know, he's the one that, you know, pushed me towards it. Right. And I was excited, but at the, I was excited, but I didn't even really know what I was excited for. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so we came out here for the Combine in May of 2016. And, of course, we did more physical, you know, it was kind of all of us from all the universities now we're all here in one place we did our little physical tryout and then we had 
a few hours to learn the equipment to run pit stops. And then they had us running live pit stops. Um, and, and then, and that was my, that weekend we went to the Xfinity race and that was my, my first NASCAR race ever. I had never even watched it on TV. Okay. Yeah. I, I had no, no knowledge of NASCAR. It just wasn't, it wasn't my thing. I was out outside, you know, playing softball, playing tennis, right. Um, keep keeping up with baseball teams. And so it just, what did you think of that? The first race? Like what, what did you concentrate on that day? Were you just like taking in the whole experience or were you trying to watch the pit crews or what, what was your focus that day? Yeah. Cause we, we were down in the pit. So of course I got to see everything up close, but at that time I, I didn't know what I was looking at. It was just, I was just like, Whoa, this is so cool. You know, I, I don't know what they do with this and this and this, but Mm -hmm. I'm checking it all out I just didn't understand it um and then about a month later because I was like oh this is cool like yeah they're like this is really their job is to go over the wall and and change tires so I was like okay I could I could see myself I mean I I know at this point other people probably couldn't see myself doing it but I was like oh okay like this is something you know I would definitely be interested in and so like a month later um, Coach Horton, he had sent out an email and he was like, you've been selected. So we moved, there was the 10 of us. So we were like, our class moved in September 1st of 2016. And from there, he was like, you're no longer stick and ball athletes. You are pit crew members. Uh-huh. So we just had to own it. And then we trained. Um, when you yeah, say you train, what, what, what did you do? Was it strength training, practice, obviously practicing to change the tires, but what, mm-hmm. what other kind of trainings? What, was, what does that include? So we had, we would, yeah, weightlifting, of course. And we had, we did do a little footwork as well and a bunch of reps. We didn't start, we didn't even like get to hit our lug nuts with air it was just taps 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 for the longest time like (laughs) hands were hurting hands were bruised they were tore up they were sore it was it was rough and we also even did like we kind of did classroom training as well because none of us had had NASCAR knowledge we had all come from playing sports and we didn't know none of us did so we would sit down and and coach Horton would give us little he would kind of give us a lesson and then give us like a quiz afterwards. So we weren't, you know, just walking around looking silly, not knowing what we were talking about. Right. And don't you think, I mean, obviously part of any job is the knowledge of what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know, it, I never did like people just telling me, I need you to do this report. I want to know why it's important and what message, you know, what information is it giving them? I want to know the why, not just do it. And I think that helps with your job, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It helps you kind of, uh, I guess, attach because this, what we're doing to the sport as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because you can make make or break a team in the pit. Yeah, especially as a tire changer. I mean, if you have a loose lug nut and your tire comes flying off around turn three and that could be it. Yeah, that could be your job. Really? Right. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it happens. It happens all the time. I mean, they're so fast at those stops that I can see how it, it'd be easy for one not to get completely on and tight. And, you know, as a spectator, I, I mean, I've been up close to those pit stalls during a race and you think it's fast on TV, folks. That's nothing <laughs> like when you're standing there watching. And the yeah. whole time, so let's talk a little bit about when you're, when you're a tire changer and you're in the, you know, you're part of the pit crew, while the car's racing, it seems like there's always some kind of job there. That pit crew is always like doing something, getting ready for the next one. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I would like, after we do a stop, a lot of times it's, of course, the cleanup, you know, clean up our, clean up our box. So when we're coming back down again, we're not slipping on anything. We also, I have to, you know, maintenance my gun. I'll clean out my socket, you know, re-oil it, wipe it down, get it ready again for the next stop. And then lots of times we'll re, we re-glue, you know, our set of tires that we just took off. We'll re-glue them in case we need to use them again, let them cool down you know, change the pressure and, and get them ready to go back on. And then lots of times. And then after we, we're done, it's kind of like a, we can relax a little bit until the next one, you know, just kind of focus on, on the next one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so. you got your degree and you moved, you did the dry, the diversity program, which is amazing. I, I met the yeah. some people that run that and we're going to actually have them on uh, down the road. Oh. Um, so you're practicing, practicing, how do you, how do you then get chosen for a certain team or is it, you always maybe don't always work for the same team? How does that work? So in my situation, because I'm not signed, you know, like the teams that have their in-house pit crew members, they're signed, you know, on contracts, year contracts, three-year contracts. Um, I'm considered an independent contractor. Okay. So we'll train, we'll train at Rev Racing, who is, you know, the partner team. They have the Drive for Diversity drivers, as well as that's where our, we train, um, is at Rev. So we'll train our first six months there and then kind of get us ready for this season. So we'll start, you know, September and we won't do races. And then we, when season came, 2017 came around, you know, we were getting ready to for our first season okay we were so we get sent to Excalibur pit school here in Mooresville and from there it's like like we're contracted out essentially so okay you know a a team a team may come to Excalibur Excalibur and be like okay so for this and this and this race I'll need full pit crews okay and then he'll fill in the blanks and then send out the roster and the itinerary. So typically I'll find out Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, the week of a race where, wow. where I'm going. That's yeah. not very far ahead. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So tell me some people that you've been on the pit crew for. I was full-time ARCA this year with Venerini Motorsports. Yeah. And and it's cool because with them, they had three female drivers this season. Yeah. And I actually, this this whole season, I only pitted for female drivers in 
the ARPA series. I pit for Natalie, Leilani, and Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. Um, like the, the Venerinis are just awesome. Like they're seriously an awesome team to work with. And yeah. and their drive as well to to put women in, in seats and get and get their opportunity. Yeah. So that was that was a cool experience. I think that was probably my my favorite experience of this this season okay. so far. But I've also you know, I've pit for Rick Ware Racing uh two times in the Cup series and I started out Xfinity with BJ McLeod as well and I've pit for um Jordan Anderson. Okay. This past weekend I was on the I pit in Martinsville for the sixty three truck and um Mike Mittler, I believe, and we had who is in the hospital. So we I gotta be a part of that like tribute to him to stand, you know, for the for those laps, the sixty three nice. laps. So that was cool. And I also did get a pit here in Charlotte. I pit for Catherine. I don't know how to say Leg. her last name. Catherine Leg. Oh, okay. Catherine Leg. Yeah. yeah. I got a, I got a pit for her. Nice. The Xfinity race in Charlotte. So that was cool too. I, I think um, pitting for women always is, is a pretty cool like thing to say. You know, there's not many of us out there. So for us to be on the same team. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So um, love the Venerini team. Absolutely. When uh, I have a young gal that is doing a little bit of a mentoring program with our organization and she was in Chicago, her and her dad with me. And it just so happened she was able to interview Billy Venerini. He was Mm -hmm. the sweetest person to her. It was her very first interview. She's 10. So being 10, (laughs) but he was just so sweet to her. And it was, it's, it's in our YouTube page. It was a great interview. And then she also interviewed that weekend, Dale Jr., which just kind of happened and such a cute interview. Um, But yes, we um, follow Natalie. I followed Natalie for a while and Mm -hmm. we've um, interviewed her several times and have been at their, their, uh, uh, their garage area and stuff in the past. And then in Chicago, we met Leilani uh, mm-hmm. because she all three of them raced there and then I had met yeah. Tony in Michigan Tony wasn't racing she was actually sitting in Natalie's um, pit box and I just struck mm-hmm. up a conversation with her I didn't know who she was at the time and then since then we've developed a friendship and we've had her on our show as well so um, I love that team because they really yeah. do promote the women and not because they're wimp, just women they're they got to be good at what they're so, doing yeah too oh, yeah. so it's not just because they're a girl but he does look to help the women and I know his wife also is is a great oh uh, yes of the women yeah I love her yeah they're all awesome I actually did I pit to, uh, for Tony for her her first arc race oh did you yeah I was on her pit crew yeah that's cool to be a part of that isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it always is absolutely wonderful girls too I just I just love them all they're awesome so yeah. So how did you get chosen then to be the tire changer? Is that like when you first went to the school, did you learn lots of different things or did they train you to be a tire changer? So for position wise, when, when coach Horton had come to Alcorn, he had told me you're going to be a tire changer. 
it, it's based on size. Uh huh. Of course, yeah. So I, me to for me to be a jack the jackman or a carrier just doesn't seem feasible. No, <laughs> um, absolutely not. Yeah. So it's based on size. So I knew from the get go that if I okay. were to make it, then I would be a tire changer. All right. And were there other girls, I assume, that went through that same school, like with you, that same year? Yes. Were there... Go ahead. Yeah, I was I was the only girl from Alcorn. Okay. Uh, that did it. It was like me and then 10, 10 football players. And then at the Combine, I believe there was five of us, uh, five females. Um, and then from there me and she's actually my roommate and her name is Brianna. Mm-hmm. She, she got selected. So me and her are still out here, um, changing tires. Okay. So. so Arca's done, you know, the rest of the racing's almost done. So what do you do the rest of the time when you're not doing that? Um, I still practice, but now off season is kind of a time to focus on not on the pit stop as a whole, but on my, um, me, my drills, I can just go and, and reps and reps and reps. And cause you know, typically if we, I'll go with my group on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and we'll just, we'll do four full pit stops to get us ready for the race. And then off season is, you know, I have more time to, to focus on me and what I need to work on to get okay. better at. Okay. So that's basically your full-time job is to be a tire specialist. So I'm, you know, get nosy. I'm not going to ask you how much they pay you, but so who, who pays you then? Is it like the team that I, obviously the team that goes to the school and says, I need a pit crew, obviously they're paying, but who pays you when that, you know, there's not, you're not pitting for somebody. If I don't do a race, then I'm not getting a paycheck. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, since there's no like yearly contract or maybe right. like a salary or something. That's what I wondered. Yeah. So then you probably mm -hmm. have to work or go back to school or do something besides being the tire changer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what do you, what do you do then when you're not involved in the motorsports? I, um, I actually just started like a full-time job at lithium hub. I've been here like a month, maybe. Okay. Um, so I do that when, during this season, I was actually, I had a part-time job. So if I was home on weekends, you know, I would, I would go to work. I okay. worked at Nike at the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, but they had like a policy change because my managers had allowed, because it's retail. So obviously they want you on weekends. Right. But my managers had allowed me to, you know, get the weekends off so I could be at the racetrack and not worry about my shifts and stuff. But right. not, Nike as a whole had like a, a policy change for availability. Okay. So there, I had to leave. So I, I took about a, a three and a half month break where I was just practicing and I was just going to races. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just happened to, this job kind of, kind of landed in my lap a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm very thankful that it did. So yeah. that's what I'll be doing in off season is, is working over here. Okay. So what do you do there? What's your job? Um, 
I, so we have a, a product. It's like a, a jump booster. Okay. And it's designed to, to jumpstart semi trucks. Um, it's like a lithium battery. So I, I kind of handle the orders and shipping and receiving and, you know, communicate with the customers like through email and. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. It's good that yeah. you have that, you know, to back up. And then obviously that's a probably an eight to five or nine to five job. And then you've got your weekends that you can still do your tire changing. That's awesome. So yeah, it works I'm, out perfectly. And it's actually, oh, no, sorry. go ahead. Oh, it's actually in the same shop as where I practice at. Okay. So it's, it's like, it's a 30 second walk to practice after work. So very good. You, you're a smart yeah. girl. That's a, that's yeah. a good, good deal right there. So yeah, I know you and, and you say your name, Brianna, right? Yep. And she says her, the other girl is Brianna. Yep. Brianna. Right. So somebody yeah. had told me about the two of you. And mm -hmm. uh, so I've kind of been following and watching, uh, not stalking, following <laughs> and watching. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how, that's how I came to want to have you on the masterclass series because um, so many girls that I interview and, and women too, their goal is to be a NASCAR driver or to, you know, the top of the world for them where we all have to be realistic and know that that's not going to happen for all these girls. And instead of being disappointed and thinking that being the driver is the most important thing, it really, there's a lot of other jobs that are very important. If, yeah. if you mess up as a tire changer, it can lose your driver the race, you know, so everybody has to be the best they can be. And there's so many opportunities in motorsports for women besides the driver. So right. talk a little bit about, you know, what you experience and why it's a good, a good sport for women to get involved in and maybe some other jobs that you could let our listeners know what are what other positions are there that women could do in motorsports um i think as far as like you know taking a different career path you know aside from being a driver but still being in nascar mm -hmm. i think and if you know if you're working hard and you're you know focused on what you have to get done and you're not letting people tell you what you can and cannot do then I think of course like there's endless possibilities but I've seen at the track you know I see tire specialists I've seen um, engineers you know female engineers out there um, even even um well I don't know I don't know, know what their title would be but I guess you know PR they they're very important to the team because they get everybody where they got to be when they got to be there and I don't know I think there's still a lot of positions that I was never aware of in NASCAR I didn't know it took this many people to you know even run one team right um so I, there's still a lot to learn but I even see I've been seeing a lot more um female officials actually out at the track I yeah. I saw that too in Chicago I saw I thought more female officials than I had seen. Before. Yeah. That's a cool job. I know. I, I think that too. I'm like, man, they're so cool. Cause I, I wouldn't have, I what, whatever make you get into being an NASCAR official, but yeah, I, every, every so 
often I see, you know, like a, a new, a new female out there and I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I know, I know, uh, Elizabeth Prestella, she's a tire specialist. You probably know her. Mm -hmm. She's on the, she's on the cup team, the, um, mm -hmm. Chris Busher team. So I know her fairly well. And then the lady that flags Arca, do you know her, Denise? That's the flagger for Arca. She's, yeah. She's become a friend of mine and met her. She's, you know, that's a cool story, her too. So there's a lot of opportunity, I think, in motorsports for women. Would you suggest to women that it is a good arena to get into or what's your thought about that? Yeah, I definitely think so. And maybe not even on like a, a personal level, but like if you want to do it, go for it because you, you know, you're leading the way for so many people behind you. If they see you do it because you were fearless and you went for it, then you're like, then other people will be like, oh, I can do it too. You know, I can, I can be out there. And yeah, absolutely. I, I love the fact, how old are you? 26. 26. So you were basically 24 or so when you got chosen, because I think you said 2016. Yeah. So, you know, the, the nice thing that I hear your story is that you went to college, you were passionate about softball. So you went to college, you worked hard. It's whether it's softball or motorsports or tennis or whatever, you had to have worked hard to get to college to play. I know that for right. a fact. And now you're, you, that's led you to a career that you never even dreamed of, didn't even know existed. So yeah. there's so many opportunities for girls. But the thing that I like about your story is that college was also still important. So you went oh, to yeah. college and, and now, you know, you're very close to your master's degree, which is amazing. I know how much work that is. And yet yeah. you're able to combine all those things with your your tire changing and you know they're not looking just I don't think just for athletes that are strong they're looking for smart people too aren't they yeah because definitely it takes it takes a lot to learn there's so much especially if you have no experience then everything is brand new it's like a baby learning to walk or a kid learning to ride a bike you know nothing there's no experience oh, okay no you're good and so just like you, your mental just has to be there really to learn the tools, what the tools do. If the tool breaks, you probably have to know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So it takes people who can learn quickly and, you know, I hate to yeah. say it, but that are smart people because they want the very best on that crew. And I know they go after athletes. I've heard that before. And I, when I first heard yeah. that, I was surprised. And yet it makes so much sense because they're already in shape from whatever sport they've been in. And yeah. when you look at those pit crew members, they're not, there's no really chubby people on there. You know, they're pretty <laughs> much all in shape, aren't they? Yeah. 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 It's about. Yeah. And it's probably yeah. year round that you have to stay in shape because even though they're done racing on the track, the work doesn't stop. It really starts. Yeah. Over and, yeah. And then the season of course is so long that you, you have to, you know, keep up with something so that you're able to make it the whole season. Right. Right. You can't just yeah. stop. It's a, it's a year round, year round deal. Yeah. 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 
So what, what can you tell me about anything that I haven't asked you about? Is there anything that you'd like to share about your journey to get there? You know, anything at all that I might not have thought to ask you that you could share about what you're doing and, and maybe like, what do you want to do in the future? Do you want to stay and try to get a contract with the team or what's your focus and your goals? Okay. Um, I think something to know is that you, if you want to, you know, go far or make it or be successful, you, you have to be willing to listen. You have to be coachable mm-hmm. because if I go into this acting, like I know everything, I wouldn't have ever learned anything. I, I had to have an open mind and open ears to people who, who have done that and been successful and seen everything. You know, I, I had to take in a lot. And with this diversity program, it was really cool because we had, we basically had like mentors, you know, come practice because we all, we all kind of look out for each other. And so, you know, the guys who had been through the program and are signed up to cup teams will come out to practice and help us out. And um, so I think it, it takes a village mm-hmm. to, to create a pit crew member. If I didn't have, you know, Bill Horton, Red Racing, you know, the, the diversity program, you know, the guys at Excalibur, if I didn't have all of them, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I am. It's, it's taken everybody from, you know, support to, to coaching to just, you know, helping me stay calm. Just, it's been a, a team effort to get me here. And just, I, I hope that, you know, people realize that you, you can't do things on your own in right. this sport and, and expect to, you know, get where you want to go. Yeah. So true. So what's the fastest pit stop you've ever had? Do you know? Um, we, I try not to pay too much attention to the times, but I know one time I, I had a, a 13, nine and when they had first changed to the five man pit stops. Yeah. It's cause, and I remember that because this boy always at practice, he's like, Hey, 13, nine. So nice. <laughs> of, of 13 and a half seconds. Okay. That's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. 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 And crazy that they're even faster than that. Oh yeah, because there's eleven yeah. and eleven second pit stops in yeah. the Cup Series. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, are you pretty much done then for the season as far as actual actual tire changer? And now you're in the practice mode and uh, working in that, or will you have a chance maybe to to do it one more time? Because Xfinity and Trucks and Cup are still going for a few weeks. Yeah, everybody's still running. I know. I don't believe I'll be in Texas or Phoenix. I'm hoping for Homestead because, of course, the last race. So yeah, you know there will be lots of lots of people running. So I'm hoping I'll be in Homestead. Okay. But if not, I mean I still have the Snowball Derby in in December. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think I think my work is winding down for me. Yeah. As far Absolutely. as as far as this season goes. So do you have any idea, typically the age of a pit crew member? Does age have anything to really to do with it? I mean, are there older guys still doing it or is there kind of a cutoff? I would say as if a, if a team was selecting, you know, pit crew members, yeah, there would be, there would be like a cutoff probably. I wouldn't 
know what it was. Okay. I'm not good at like being able to look at people and tell how old they are. No, but I'm not good um, at that either. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. So. Yeah. Okay. Because you know basketball players and football players and all those guys, there's there's kind of a limit to the length of time they can do all that. But I was I was just curious about that. Yeah, so, I would say the same which would be true in pit crew. Yeah, I kind of thought so because that jumping over yeah. the wall, you know, you can only do that when you're so so right. young, and then eventually the yeah. legs don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I I don't really have any other questions. You've done a great job of explaining what you're doing. Do you have anything else that you want to share about what you do, your job, anything like that? I do because I think sometimes people have this idea of diversity and and that things are just handed to people mm -hmm. but I, I just hope people understand that all of us we work hard and like I and we'll be forever thankful that this opportunity ever you know came in front of me mm -hmm. and so I, I'm working hard and I'm taking full advantage like of this opportunity and I hope people know that there is hard work you know behind this there wasn't just a handout Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they're not, they're going to pick the best. There's not any, there's. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good reminder for yeah. people too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So snowball derby for sure. You're going to be there. I'm hoping that I'm going to get there yeah. this year. So hopefully I'll see you then. Oh, fun. Can you, can you yeah. tell me where, um, if people wanted to follow you or kind of see like where you're going to be and, and that, uh, your social media, can you tell us where we could follow? Yeah. So, of course, all my handles are different. But my Twitter, I'm usually tweeting where I'll be, you know, and, and what race I'm doing. And that's Brie O'Leary 3. It's B-R-E-O-L-E-A-R-Y. And then the number three. Okay. Um, that's my Twitter. And then my Instagram is real easy. It's B-N-O-1-2-3. All right. Um, but that that's like a mix of you know, my personal life and then my, my racetrack pictures and stuff. So that's okay. So yeah. All right. Sounds good. And do you use Facebook very much or no? Yeah, I do. I, I actually post, um, a lot of racing stuff on Facebook just so it can reach my family, but that would just, that's just my name. Yeah. Brianna yeah. O'Leary. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cause I know we so. like to connect everybody and, and follow the people that we have and have had a connection to. So I wanted to be sure yeah. that the people that are going to be able to watch this are going to be able to follow you and, and follow your career because who knows what's in store for you next year. And, and after yeah. that, so it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully big things. Acts, absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. Nina, thank you so much for taking time. I know you're at work today and I appreciate that you took time out of the middle of the day to spend an hour or so with us and, and help our young gals, understand that there's so much more to the world of motorsports yeah. you know team owners all kinds of things we could probably have a big long list if we really yeah thought about it so to be mm -hmm. able to hear your story and know that education is important hard work is important and all those things they get you where you want to go and that's a good lesson for yeah. for everybody young and old so I appreciate Definitely. those words and good luck in your job it's new so good luck there and hopefully <laughs> we'll be you. seeing you at a racetrack soon yeah i hope so all right yeah.
Thank you, Brianna. Well, thank, thanks for having me. Uh-huh.